That's the official beginning. Now uh, my hands hurt, so we're good. <laughs> it's the first time I'm clapping, and it's not like at an event or something. Like, I usually I usually do a soft clap because I, I don't want to take the you know the, the the thunder away from anyone else clapping. So I do a fake soft. You clap. do a little like that's one of these, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> or like the English clap. Like yeah, I like to be official, you know, look uh, <laughs> look <laughs> nice and fancy. Got to <clears throat> change it up sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. Can't always be so obvious. Or like at a wedding, it's like ah, Man, people. <laughs> I remember my wedding. I just wanted everyone to take. I wanted to use plastic spoons, and just so they wouldn't be able to do that. Just you know, <laughs> I'll use bring pla- a little closer to you. Yeah, thank you. Hey, no, I wanted to use plastic spoons and plastic uh, stuff so that I can't make any noise. I can't hear it if I, I don't have to kiss if I don't hear it. Growing up, I used to love doing that. Like when I realized what it meant mm-hmm. when I was like eight years old, I'd be like, "Yeah, <laughs> want to see him kiss?" <laughs> I was too busy mixing every drink at the kids' table. That's what I did at all the weddings. And I call take, it a cappuccino. Yeah, no, just <laughs> convince someone to drink it. Like they brought me this drink. What is it? Now it's a little bit of espresso, cappuccino, whatever that guy was drinking. This one was drinking. <laughs> just put it all in one Mad cup. Mad scientist. Yeah, and it always came out purple, no matter what you put in there. So holidays are coming, man. Yeah, coming fast. Mm-hmm. Before you know it, it'll be here. Halloween, Halloween just passed. I was in Home Depot, and there was a Halloween stuff all there. That stuff was still there, and then Christmas right away. Yeah, so that's basically what happens. Like in Disney, it goes from. Halloween to Christmas in one day, overnight. Yeah. We they don't flip even, every day. We don't even need Thanksgiving anymore. No. Just, I, and I love Thanksgiving because it's just like a day where you could like say, okay, I'm fat and I'm the best at this. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like our Super Bowl. Like you want to see what I've been working on all year? Thanksgiving. Yep. Come out and check me out. I'm going to eat this I entire I want Thanksgiving plate. like 28 years in a row. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm the a- <laughs> champion. You have no more room on, on your shelves, all those trophies. That's that's uh, that's our Super Bowl for real, hundred percent. Super Bowl lasagna. I mean, does your family really do like the whole lasagna thing, or is that just a myth? No, no, my family does uh, lasagna. What's weird now is because um, I'm married mm-hmm. to an American, and I, I never knew how much turkey meant to these people. Like they do turkey every holiday, but no, us we did lasagna, roast beef, and that was basically it. And pasta. Yeah, my lasagna was pasta, but. Then, Whenever when my grandfather was alive, he didn't like the lasagna, so he had his own pasta. We always have a special See, dish like, for someone on the family. We used to always do the lasagna, but the last couple of years we've been doing like a split pea soup with like little pastas. And we used to always make fun of like, look, we have lasagna. But now like my family actually is like, what about the lasagna? Like they look for it. I'm like, we used to make fun of it. And now like you're I, crying when it's not there I anymore. think because part of it's cool now. So we all want to be cool again. Like. Might be fa- able to post it, you know? Like, I would, like, you just mentioned soup. My favorite soup is tortellini soup. I could eat that every day, but it's like it's, no one ever makes it. So I would, you know, trade in lasagna for tortellini soup. Might just, uh, might want some of that now. What, like a split pea tortellini soup? No, just, it, I don't know. My dad used to make it. He used to make a, he used to be a, a beef broth and, like, potatoes in there and tortellini. I just love tortellini. I, I could eat that all day long. My favorite pasta. Mm-hmm. So anything with tortellini, you got me. Mm. That's some good stuff. I love tortellini too, but I like a nice Alfredo sauce, a little ham, peas. Yeah. See, this yeah. is a bad show because I'm getting hungry right now. I'm just sitting here. And we always eat, like, yeah, it's like it's a- just nonstop. So, before I, uh, I was talking to Rock for a while. As you you guys had to see him on the last podcast, we did it in the summertime. It's probably the hottest day of the year. It was the hottest day of the year. <laughs> and uh, we did a <laughs> podcast 
really no script, anything. I just said, eh, we'll figure it out. You know, we'll, <laughs> we'll I'm sure we'll talk about something. So I was like, you know what? This time I want to do something a little more like on subject. But then I was like, let's go to Instagram and see what the people want. Cause like mm-hmm. we've always had like guests that we've never had before or something like that. So we never really like tackle the subject ones. But when we do do the subject ones, like people love it. Yeah. So me and you were talking about like just being disciplined as a kid. Like, you know, I don't know about you, but me personally, I got punched like one time by my dad. Not punched. I just got open hand slap. Boom. One time. No, one time my dad tackled me. Like (laughs) I think it was was a lot of fear based discipline. Like uh, like we didn't know if it was going to happen, but we knew that if it did happen, stuff was going to go down. Like my mom hit me more than my dad because my dad just used, you know. His intimidation technique. My mom hit me a couple of times. Now, not a lot of you, like two or three. But what she did do a lot was like put palm olive in my mouth. Like yeah. when I would curse. Mm-hmm. And now that I have kids, like the ball, like the world goes around, right? When my son's fresh or my kids are fresh, either of them, I go, you want me to put soap in your mouth? <laughs> I've never done it. But like, they're both like. Like, that's the fear right there. Like It's something you learn. Like, when I was with my kids, I, I learned uh, my father's stare. Because my father had me. It's like, like the yeah, Jedi the mind stare. trick. It's like, like, I could be doing anything. And if my father stared at me in a certain way, I just freeze and just question if I really want, like, the ending to what's going to happen. Of the story. Yeah. Like, do I really want to see what's going to happen more? I'll just stop. And now, like, I developed it. But it took over time. My kids are five and three now. Mm-hmm. And I think now I finally got to stare that. I'll stare at my son, my oldest one, and he just freezes where he is. And mm-hmm. I'm like, and like I, I wanted a trophy. Like I was gonna give myself a certificate. So <laughs> it's funny. I, my dad literally the same thing. Like he has the craziest stare until this day. He just gives me a look, and his eyes widen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, one day your eyes are gonna pop out, and we're all gonna have to fucking look for him. Like, <laughs> stop. Like I, he just stares I, at everything. I made it worse when I was younger because I had this uh, defense mechanism where I would laugh. Like the more like the my, Joker, yeah. Like 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 <laughs> if my mom would like try to hit me with a spoon or what or something, I'd laugh. And it's only because like I I had like a growth spurt, so I was always I ended up being told than my mom, and I, I kept on telling her like, if it makes you feel better, keep hitting me. But I, it, it's still gonna happen, and then it would just make everything worse. I I, I would laugh, but yeah. now uh, now now I'm trying showing to, no fear. No, yeah, but meanwhile, my dad all he did was stare. Because my dad was like, he was 6'2". He was a big guy. He was a big guy. So he still had the intimidation factor until I became 6'2". But then I stopped being like a dick. What's funny is we had that idea of like going to Instagram and asking what people want to hear. And the first person was Wooden Spoon. Mm-hmm. Susan Capizano sent that in. Mm-hmm. And she's literally said Wooden Spoon. So I was like, it's right on what we wanted to talk about too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. shout outs to her for sending that in. But did you guys really get... Hit by the wooden spoon, or is that just like a myth? You know, my 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 uh my grandmother hit me with the spoon. My mother, my mother, I called her like she was like a, a utility person. Whatever was around her, she would use. She threw a wine bottle at me once. Oh my god! But my mom would throw whatever was around her. My grandmother went straight for the spoon. And I tell a lot of people, I was like, that's why. Like if people ask, like, how do Italians make sauce so good? I say because they use the wooden sweat and tears. I say it's the fear that's into that wooden spoon from all the generations that people got hit with. That goes into the sauce, and that's what you're tasting. You're tasting all yeah. fear. You're tasting the tears a little kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I was cleaning out, like, my, I was helping my mom clean the kitchen, and she said she had, like, 25 wooden spoons. I was like, but what do you need this for? 
and they're Ammunition. all like, yeah, they're all burnt <laughs> a little bullets. bit at the end. Yeah, it's like there's just fear. Like one's a huge one that no one will ever use, but it's just there just in case you act up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my grandma used to use because she has like a a garden, and she didn't really even hit us with this, but it's called a frusta. So it was like a vine, mm-hmm. and like she would get the vine and like like make it like a fucking whip. And we used to all run, like all of us. I got to admit, though, my my parents didn't really beat me. And like my grandma didn't beat me. And, you know, all the time growing up, you know, in school, the teacher would be like, do your parents hit you at home? Like mm-hmm. kind of figure it out. And I would always like threaten my parents. Like, I'm going to tell them that you're mean to me. Like, And then my mother, go ahead, tell them. And then you can't come back here. Yeah. Like, like good. You want to see what kind of family they're going to give you to? Yeah. Like, they always threaten me. Like, yeah, this, like this terrible family that doesn't know how to cook. And like, <laughs> you'll never get pasta again. I'm like, oh, my God, I want to stay here now. I want pasta. Yeah. Or, they'll say, or they'll say, yeah, fine. Call them. And then call an ambulance yeah. because when they come, I'm going to beat them yeah. up too. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah, the that's, line That's, right that's there. the yeah, famous yeah. line. But yeah, I remember like, do they hit you? And I'm like, eh. I, actually, you're saying that. I think one time I called the cops on my parents, <laughs> not because they were beating me, just because they were like yelling. I'm like, I'm gonna call the cops, and I did nine one one. But then I hung up. But would, I actually dialed it. But do you then, remember like the old phones used to have that that one button that you used to hit to call nine one one? The emergency button. Yeah, right? I think I called nine one so many times like that, just hit, by hitting it by accident. But I never called yet. But I always picked up the phone and threatened I was gonna call, but then never. I just show it like that intimidation made me put that phone right back. My father just had to stare at me, and I was like, "Nope, I don't even know how to use a phone." Chokes on me, you know. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it. Things change though, because now, like, imagine beating a kid in the street. How people look at you? No, I I have to. I like. I told I tell my wife. I was like, "You have to watch how you talk to these kids in the street." Like, yeah, I know. Like, you flip out, people just look at you. Like, I would not do that. Or like, oh, it is my favorite thing where I hear parents yelling at their kids. Now I was like. Use your words, Tommy. Use your words. And I'm like, if I was younger and I used my words, I'd get in more trouble because I wasn't supposed to answer back at uh-huh. all. But like, See, like, <laughs> exactly that. When I get mad at my kids, it's like I try to, like, be like, come on, guys, relax. And they just don't listen. No. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. listen. And then they're like, they look and they're like. You know, it's like, like, some, it's like that's the only shit that works. No, it, it is one hundred percent true. I try to talk to my kids like they're adults in a way. Like, come on, you don't want to. You you really. This is what I use now. It's like it's probably like evil of me. I go, I don't want to hear your mother yell. Do you really want to? So hear you guys your play mother? good cop, bad cop. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my wife is the bad cop. I let her play bad cop the entire. I'm like the lawyer trying to like listen. You know she's gonna come in here and she's gonna start screaming. Do you really want to hear her right now? Because I don't want to hear. That's where you make the plea deal. Yeah. Just all right. Put away the toys. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this. I'll give you five dollars if you just put that away right now. And if we do not hear your mother, that goes up to ten. But my kids, like you know, that's what I have to do. My my entire parenting mentality is if I don't have to hear my wife yell, Mm -hmm. that's a success. That's a win. Yeah, yeah. But I but yelling yelling is at one time is the only way like yeah, they don't yeah, understand wow. yeah i literally never hit my kids i don't want to but like nowadays it's like you can't no no and i feel like the last generations were like my mom because my mom used to always say stories about in catholic school the the nuns and the sister was would beat them yeah like imagine that like, like, that's, that's crazy i was scared as a kid to go to catholic school that's all i ever heard like 
nuns beat you. And then I was like, I'm not going to Catholic school. Then I went for high school and I was like, people were smoking weed left and right. I was like, this is not what I heard it was like here. <laughs> Someone is lying, but I can't imagine anyone getting hit in school now because it'd be just an up. It'd be all over the news. Oh, yeah. Left and right, they so, close the school. You know? Yeah. You can't do anything anymore. Nah, things changed. Pretty soon we just have to write like a hard, a harsh letter to our kids. <laughs> like, dear Giuseppe, you were bad today. And you just present them with a letter. And that's or it. email. Yeah, just email. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to email it to you. I'm going to text my kid. You're being a real dick right now. If you won't stop. You, we got a special guest in the off. building. Rocco just oh. came to bless the room. Look at this. Two Roccos in one room. I know. Robert and Rocco. You want to jump in, Ron? So um, I got another um, submission about Italian family holidays from Music Note. And, um, you know, us Italians for Halloween, you never really see, like, Italians give out good trick-or-treats. No. Like, it's always those, like, no-name, like, Jolly Rancher mm -hmm. kind of things. You well, know? What I do, my nonna, I would have to hide her for Halloween. Like, I would try to tell her, like, it wasn't Halloween and just keep her in the house because she would give money. Mm -hmm. And, like, she would give kids, like, $5. To, I'm like, no, no. Or pennies. Like, yeah, no, no, my nonna, she wouldn't care. She get $5, $10. Oh, that's like, a no, lot. no, but what do you think this is right now? We're not, this isn't a charity Because event. in Italy, it's more like that, though. Like, you give money for the best, like. Yeah, but she's giving a random kid. Kid barely has a mask on. She's giving him $10. I'm like, no, no, please, give me $10. I need it. I'll <laughs> trick or treat for 10 bucks. Oh. Yeah, no, but, uh, and then Halloween, we never answered the door. We didn't like company. Yeah. I would tell my I would tell my mom which uh, candy to buy just so I knew that she wasn't going to answer the door and I'd be able to eat that later. <laughs> yeah, like my dad is so cheap with Halloween. Like for our business, he gets the worst candy. I'm like, yo, get the little Snickers, the little the little Twix, the variety pack, you know. No, but the rationale <laughs> behind that is if you get the shit candy, they won't come back next year. So you less. We're on the main <laughs> avenue. They're coming back no matter what. Well, you're still but even, try. it's funny you hear the kids like, ew, I don't like that one. Oh, Bensonhurst now. Now, if you trick or treat, you get uh, fortune cookies. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's all. I, I mean, that's now I'm not there. in Bensonhurst anymore. But it, when we did, we came back like just a bunch of fortune cookies, like not even candy anymore. We covered um a little bit about Thanksgiving, the whole lasagna and not, but Christmas. Do you, does your family still do the seven fishes and all that? Sometimes the thing is like uh, instead of doing seven, we would just double up on the ones we like. Oh, yeah. I think like maybe one or two years we actually hit seven and it was just because we happened to have gotten seven. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's eight, but we just double up on the shrimp if we like. Yeah. Like if you want to count a jumbo mini, that counts as two. Mm -hmm. But we never did the seven but full. Rock's here. To, he has my back on this one, but we used to never like my family was really strict with the whole no meat on um, Christmas Eve. But then like last three years, like chicken cutlets now, like they just got added. Because like there's a couple of us that don't eat fish. So my mom's like, ah, chicken cutlets. Yeah, that one picky eater who's a joya di nonna or something yeah. will get that kind of oh, That's exemption. our cousin Andonia. Like, she just eats pasta with butter. Doesn't eat red sauce. I'm like, it's It's called the, the joya di nonna uh, benefit that you have to get. <laughs> the nonna will do everything for you. Get out of jail you. free. Yeah, yeah. You could do anything. You could eat meat on Friday. Like, my rationale, I, I, I used to not eat. I used to still eat meat on Friday. And then when I used to get yelled, I'd be like, well, it's not like they killed the cow today. I say they killed it like two days ago. Yeah. It wasn't Friday when he died, so now I can eat it. <laughs> that makes sense. Or you know what I'd do? I'll wait till midnight. I'll be like, oh, 1201. <laughs> Start throwing pepperoni <laughs> in my mouth. Add that chicken color just hidden in the back of the fridge <laughs> waiting for midnight to hit. 
we had this submission that I thought was crazy too. And it kind of goes with this uh, like whole holidays thing. And it was throwing dishes outside to shatter on New Year's. Alessandra Macchia sent that. I was like, who in the world? Like, have you ever heard of that? On New Year's no. throwing dishes the, out? The only time I've seen dishes breaking is on Full House on that Greek web episode when they got married. Yeah. The Greeks do that. Yeah, Greeks do but that if at I weddings. broke a dish on That's purpose. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'll get beat. That's what I'd break spool. with the dish. Like my, <laughs> my, my family would throw me out the window. Like, yeah, you want to break dishes? I break you. Not to even like tease or anything, but whenever we have that big meal at my nonna's, you'll never see dishes because it's like 40, 45 of us. So yeah. who's washing those dishes? Like we get paper plates on. Oh, yeah. No, no. We, you know we, I mean? like, we, my family's been team paper plates since forever. We don't want to do no dishes. Any, yeah. Even if we have the, the the dishwasher, we don't use it anyway. So with paper plates, I'm for, for, I'm not fancy. I do not need glass. Paper plates all the way. Yeah. It's not uh, very bio-friendly, but gets the no. job done. Yeah, we're going to get, uh, you know, the, the plates made of plants. Yeah. So we can or, you know, compost Biodegradable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had another um, submission from Judy Bloom, and she said dating and where to go eat. So, like, basically, if you're dating a girl, like, are you going to your family? Like, okay, you get Christmas Eve, I get Christmas, mm-hmm. and then, you know, you get palm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. once you start dating and it's like, all right, whose family do we go to? Like, well, how do you decide that? Well, with Italians, what it is is you have to be engaged before that separation to happen. Like, if you're just dating, no, separate. Everyone's got to go to their own family. That's how it was. Like, my sister was barely allowed to go to her boyfriend's house before they were engaged. Once mm-hmm. they were engaged, then you could separate. Mm-hmm. But uh, and now, same thing with me. Once I got married, that's when we started separating. But it's hard. It's hard to find which one you want to go to because mm-hmm. you're trying to. Because, again, I'm with the Americans, so they don't cook that good. So I'm, <laughs> See, I'm always aiming to go to the Italian Yeah, house. that's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. I was like, I always judge you like, all right, where am I going to have the better meal? Yeah. That's where I'm going. Yeah, and, if, and for me, nine times out of ten, is it's, it's always, never my in-law's house. Right. <laughs> um, Steph De La Grotta sent in, does your older family speak in third person? The first, my, I had a little more time to think about this. And the only thing I thought was like, better than on now, like when your grandma says, you know, beauty of grandma, you yeah, know, like, joy than on stuff, you know, like, stuff that. like that. Yeah, but not a. Or my dad, belly to papa. I'm like, whenever he says belly to papa, I'm like, you're so mean to me. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you saying this? Yeah, my father towards the end, he was saying, figure me or figure me. I'm like, Man, you couldn't be this much nicer to me when like when I was little. When I could have used chance. that affection. Now, now, now I'm thirty something years old. <laughs> now you want to be nice, <laughs> but no, I never. Not no one. Only my grandmother. Not Jolie, non stuff like that. But I don't know. Unless uh, someone has a sociopath in their family, they're just talking about themselves. Yeah, like, I, I like don't that see Seinfeld that. episode. Is this still recording, Miguel? Yeah, right. All right, just making sure. Like that Seinfeld episode. Jimmy, Jimmy's great at basketball. You ever seen yeah, that? Oh yeah, Jimmy's great at basketball. <laughs> don't touch Jimmy. Don't touch Jimmy. Yeah, I, I don't think, I, like, none of the best. I mean, is that what they're trying to say? Like, yeah, I no, I don't. I don't, I don't see so. it. Maybe I'm not paying attention. Um, I skipped this one for uh, the holidays, but adult table. That was, uh, we could tap into that real quick, but this is the way I look at it. So as the family got bigger, mm-hmm. the table the table got a little longer. Because it's just, for us, it's one long table yeah. from there to here. So right there, you got all the Zios. Mm-hmm. At the head of the table is his dad, 
Domenico, and then it's either him or my uncle Nicole, and that's basically the two brothers on my mom's side. So one of them has the head, and then it'll be like the other the sisters' husbands are all around there, right? Mm -hmm. And then as you're going down, it's like the older cousins, and then the women all the way on this side. So they're like close to the kitchen. Yeah. To like get food, you know? And you have that one person who's actually doing the cooking that refuses to come sit down with anybody and everyone's just yelling. Yeah. I think the, the kids' table comes from like wherever you're eating, like it's like logistics. Uh -huh. Like if, if you if that house can hold a really, really long table, there is no kids' table. Yeah. But if you have to split it into rooms, mm -hmm. then yeah, there's a kids' table and you get sent in there and that's where they bring all the food when the adults took it already. Yeah. So you get like the one meatball that's left and then all the kids gotta split it or something. Yeah. I mean, that's the one good thing is that we always, like, overcook, like, way too much. Mm -hmm. So I was never, like, worried about, oh, no, we're not going to get the good stuff we said at the kids' table. I remember, like, when I was young, though, the kids' table was the best because it was, like, so little. Like, no, I want to sit at the kids' table. You know, I, we had it. Um, but the problem was, like, I didn't have really many cousins. So if it was a kids' table, it would be just me and my sister. So we were included on the regular one. But the, when you said about cooking – more for like way too much now like i see the opposite end like when i'm with my in-laws they cook for as many people as they see and then i'm like guys that's not going to be enough food mm -hmm. like for my son's fifth birthday i ordered 35 pizzas how many people were there like 30 so like, everybody got their own pizza but you i would get a pizza you legitimately a i'm not even exaggerating i was handing out boxes of pizza as a favor like people were like all right goodbye happy birthday I'm like please take a pie Please take a pie. Like my wife's like, well, why'd you order so many? I was like, it's in my DNA to overfeed people. Yeah. And now it's in people's DNA not to eat in public places. No, and this is the exact hole we're in. My sister just had a birthday party here mm -hmm. and we had a whole buffet of food. And then at the end, when everybody's ready to go home, boom, 10 pies show up. It was like, yeah, boom. Did everybody eat it or not? Nothing left. See, now, see, I, I think Professional it's like eaters. So that's what we need. I need to bring in more Italians. The problem is with the American people, they don't want to eat in public. Like, they eat in secret. Yeah, I know. And they don't want, don't, like, no. They don't want no, people to see what you're eating. Yeah, you know? like, you can have two slices. It's okay. Look at me. I probably had, like, seven. <laughs> I'm trying to get my money's worth, and I paid. <laughs> I had uh, someone, um, they, these kill me, but someone uh, said, buongiorno, sei italiano. No, I'm I was like, <laughs> no, growing up Italian is actually, um, it's actually uh an organization that uh, focuses on recycling and um, <laughs> I'm actually I'm not Italian at all. I'm a I'm a professional Italian from Connecticut. I used to tease people and tell them I was Greek when I was growing up because people were like Rockostas. No, I would say my name is Rockolopolis Katsopolis. I used to tell people because they'd be like, "It's Rocco short for." It's like, "Yeah, no, it's Rockolopolis. I'm actually Greek." Well, really, you say I you Rocco were... or Rocco? Well, now I'm like trained to say Rocco because if I say Rocco, people look at me like I have seven heads. It's like, <laughs> Rocco, what are you trying to you? say? Because, you know, in a way, it's like the same way, like when someone's at Taco Bell and like, I'll have two burritos. And then I'm like, just say burrito. Like, seriously, we don't have to know you went to Mexico for like two weeks, <laughs> you know, ate one there and then you're coming back and now you got to do this. Like, That's like when you go to an Italian restaurant, though, like I try to like say in Italian so I get the special treatment. You yeah. Know? But then like the waiter doesn't even know. Like when I went to Vegas like a few years ago with my wife, we, 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 we just engaged at that time and we went on the gondola at the. At what, what Venetian, right? And like I'm sitting there, and the lady starts going, "I'm gonna sing a lovely song for you in Italian," and she starts singing in gibberish. And I'm just, I look at my my wife, and I'm like, 
should I tell this lady I know how to speak Italian and whatever she's saying is not true? Because she would go, oh, sole mio, pizza, And I'm like, you're just rhyming, lady. Like, what are you doing back there? That's what uh, that's what Italians do when singing English, though. Oh, yeah. You ever rhyming. see that? Yeah. Like, when uh, it's like a, like a 18th birthday in Italy, and they're like, all right, now the 18th, uh, 18th girl celebrating her birthday today is going to sing a song in English. She sings like an Avril Lavigne song. <laughs> it's the same sing, thing. you'll be gone. And then schmuck a knife. I'm really, I just you know whipped out an Avril Lavigne song just like that. I'm really impressed with myself. <laughs> You yo, you did that on the man. I might be good. like a closet fan or something. I got uh this girl agleek.gk are Sicilians ones who get most angry. Everyone gets angry. Everyone gets angry. We <laughs> actually today I responded to someone like, Where um have you ever been to the south? And I was like, We are the south, and I got like a message this long about why is everything about being Sicilian, blah blah blah. And I'm like Sweetheart, we're from Salerno. Like, <laughs> we're I'm, not even from Sicily. I think, you know what that comes from? is because, like, Sicilians call themselves Sicilian, not Italian. Because, like, when you say, are you Italian? Like, no, I'm Sicilian. I'm like, why do you have to be this way? Just say you're Italian. It's all the same country. Just because the water separates a little bit doesn't mean we're different people. But, yeah, yeah I, I hear that all the time. Uh, I had another person, Zero, say, meglio in Italia or America? That's a pretty broad. <laughs> I know. It's like, a, for what? Like, uh, food there, jobs here. <laughs> it's, like, it's pretty simple. Yeah, I mean, I, mean I we grew up here, live here. We didn't uh, live there. It's great for vacation, but everywhere's yeah. great on vacation. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's pretty broad. Um, mm-hmm. XX Magri said, um, how do you maintain a culture identity while being American? And, and well, wait, hold on. Maintain a culture identity, like showing your Italian in America. That's the toughest thing. That's what we try to do with this. Like, uh, like I, I tell people a lot, I overcompensate mm-hmm. on the Italian side because, like, there's nothing else there. It's like I tell people, my dad passed away. My grandmother has, like, dementia, so she's not even involved anymore. Mm-hmm. So the only Italian connection I have is, like, my memory. So I overcompensate mm-hmm. for that now and try to apply That's just it. like, I'll just right away be like, do the typical stereotype, like, my name's Bino. Okay, <laughs> that's what people want. Yeah, it's like, like, oh, you're Italian. Huh? Yeah, it's like, yeah, bacala. Hey, as <laughs> like people like, yo, you don't really look Italian. Like, I get that a lot. I'm like, what do I look like? I'm like, what oh, you look Irish. Be? I'm like, what? Because I have a little pink or something. I look <laughs> Irish. Uh, I had um, Vincent Delelia say about something. Uh, he just said mob movies. Is there any mob movies you like? I don't know. I've never. I mean, when I was younger, I was really into that stuff. But then, as I got older, I started being like, "All right, like all in. Goodfellas." Yeah, I mean, I watched the classics. Them. I mean, Casino, uh, Bronx Tale. Yeah. Were you big uh, on Sopranos or no? I was, but I've never rewatched it. Like I, yeah. I watched it when as it, was, it happened. As yeah. it happened, but I never went back to it. I tried to watch it a bunch of times like that. Mm-hmm. And I always like. No, I just watch other other things. I about, mm-hmm. I, I'll put it on the back burner. Maybe one day I'll go back to it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Italian struggles. It's not being fat. That's a struggle. <laughs> it's trying to live in a world that wants us all to be keto when our entire diet is carbs. <laughs> yeah, I, it's hard. Not even keto, but just being healthier. Yeah, I mean, I remember like one time at work, I got a salad and it was like an uproar in the entire, like, Rocco's got a salad. It's like, <laughs> come on, guys. Like, seriously, just let me be. It's like, 
I got a salad today. Like, I feel guilty. So, like, next time I'll just get the shittiest thing on the menu to make you people happy. <laughs> people secretly, like, root for your downfall. Like, yeah, it's like, like yeah, look at this guy getting a salad, huh? Yeah, look at this guy. <laughs> trying to lose weight, huh? <laughs> trying to fit in that chair better. It's like, leave me alone, Sharon. <laughs> Go make the copies. <laughs> Luca Pipisiria said, Piperisa. She said, difference between Italian-Americans and British-Italians. I, I didn't even know there were British-Italians. <laughs> yeah, I didn't exactly. know. I didn't know there was British-Italians till uh, that guy that was on um, that food channel yeah. in, in the mm-hmm. UK. And he's like, you put a dub of, uh, <laughs> of sour cream. <laughs> no, you, you know, know what what I remember I, I, I seen yeah. that video where the guy starts flipping out. And I... And see, I, I assume everything is an Italian accent pronounced wrong. So I was like, wow, this guy's trying to say sour cream, but he keeps on saying salad cream. Yeah. And like someone messaged me and was like, you know, in like uh, Britain, there cream. is, no, they have a thing called salad cream. It's like a, it's like our Thousand Island dressing. Oh, okay. So people actually, there is a salad cream. Oh, okay, okay. So I like, I was like, wow. That, ma- that makes that. sense now though. Yeah. I just, I was hoping for like the mispronunciation. So yeah, I'm sorry. We don't really know too much about, um. British Italians, but please let us know. If you want to fly us there and admit, let us experience it, uh, my Alitalia frequent flyer number. If you're going to fly me and Rocco, <laughs> we need three seats between us two, though, because we need the space in the middle. Yeah, no. Unless you want to like curse someone for the for the rest of their life, put us in the middle of between us. <laughs> um, And my guy, Luca, two times asked, what made you get started with comedy? Um, It's weird. Uh, What happened was... Growing up, I was always like on the opposite end of being bullied. I was always bullied for being fat, and I was a really, really shy kid. I was quiet. Like people who see I do comedy now, is like, how is that possible? You never said a word growing up. And that's because I was just listening. I never You're soaking up all the information. Yeah, and then what happened was I started learning that I could make fun of myself better than other people could make fun of me. Mm. So I started using that as a weapon. It's like, oh, I got it's like if I do a better job, you're not doing anything to me. And then like as I got older. A lot of people, like, I'd always turn everything into, like, a, a funny thing. So mm. people were like, oh, you'd be great at stand-up. And I'd be like, I never thought about it. I, I used to watch stand-up, but I never thought about doing it. Until, like, three people told me in the span of a week who were not connected. I was like, maybe we'll see. And I went to go try it out. And never since. It's been a failure since. since but then. <laughs> it's been a failure. No, but <laughs> I, I also see your page growing a lot. And I like the videos you've been doing with the backdrop, backdrop like, my green You've been traveling a lot, huh? No, my mom is actually, she goes, Mom, where do you get this background? I'm like, no, Ma, I went to a factory for the video. And I, I keep on lying to her, and I'm like, that's all Ma, it's a green screen. She goes, oh, really? Because that's what I had to do. Like, normally, I never did videos because I, could, I couldn't, because I had my kids and then my wife, and I never had privacy or quiet. So then I figured out, I was like, you know what? Let me put all my stuff at my mom's house. So, like, one weekend, I just nailed up the green screen in my old bedroom. I set up my light. I set up my tripod. So, now, whenever I'm in Brooklyn, I take time to record videos. So, now, that's why I'm able to do more videos. Because all I did was post memes, not because I wanted to. It was because that's the only thing I could do without my kids interrupting yeah. me. You know? Yeah, it makes sense. And I said, I even tried the podcast years ago. and But I had to do it in a little room where you heard my kid crying in the other room. So, it sounded like I was a terrible father. That's good for the kid. ears. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like you know what forget my kids are crying right now let's talk about dating you know yeah. <laughs> yo rock thank you so much for coming man um thank you guys all for submitting uh questions for us no um, problem. hope you guys enjoy the holidays 
Merry Christmas. It's going to be one hell of a ride. Happy Chinooka. <laughs> Tutta Goss. <laughs> Start the born. Arrivederci. Since 1927, the Ivorum brothers have been holding down the Sachicheria business, being Brooklyn's first Sachicheria. Today, Ivorum brothers consists of four Italian markets all over Long Island and is still run by the Ivorums. Be sure to check them out at ibfoods.com. Do you want to become an Italian citizen? It's as easy as going to disapiodualcitizenship.com. That's disapio, D-E-S-A-P-I-O, dualcitizenship.com. The number to contact is on top, and email is on the bottom. Shout out to Hardcore Italians. Make sure to go to www.hardcoreitalians.com. Use special code GUI. Again, special code GUI, short for Growing Up Italian, for all special discounts. Thank you.